Week 15. How we doing? Weekend winners back at you. Uh, I'm your host, Matt Nettie. This is JT. Uh, the podcast that hands out straight losers straight every losers. NFL week. Straight losers. The weekend losers. Uh, last, last week, I went one and two on As my top I. three. Mm-hmm. And that brings my year-to-date record to 18, 20, and one. Okay, so below 500. That's I went one and two last week as well. I think my year-to-date record, I, don't, I didn't write it down. It's um, so bad that you just lost track. I think I was 14. So I think I'm 15 and 21. Some, <laughs> something terrible. Which is very bad. Yeah, something terrible. Whatever, whatever the numbers are, they, they uh, equate to a bad win yes, percentage. Yes, yes. Not good. We, uh, did you have Eagles last week? I had Eagles. I did not you have Eagles. Though, right? I had I, uh, Arizona, who is the worst team just, in the league. That was, that was if just, you lose by 14 in the Lions, you should legitimately be kicked out of the league. The Red Zone, I watched the 4 o'clock games um, on Red Zone. They went to that game like two times. The yeah. entire three-hour window. Yeah. Josh Rosen was like 20 for 50-something. Like, I, I, that, that is the team that the previous week beat the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. Yep, so lost that one. Won on the Colts. And then we both had the Rams. Which, oh, yeah. Who just, uh, just Yeah, that didn't look great. Chicago just completely that D is, fucked them over. Some special. Yeah. Um, I had, yeah, so I had Chicago was a loser. I had San Fran who won outright. I'm pretty uh, happy about that pick. I saw nice. that coming. And then I had the Eagles, which was fucking bullshit at him, plus three and a half. Dallas had the chance to kick the field goal in overtime uh-huh. so I'd be safe. Uh-huh. Nope, they go for go it on for fourth it. down, which is the wrong call, I think, by the way. I think that overtime, is as well. Wasn't it like, it was you like probably should in, just kick the, It wasn't fourth in like inches or anything. It was like, No, it was fourth in like a, a yard and a half. Yeah. And in overtime, you kick probably just kick the field goal to go up. So then if your defense gets a stop, you win the game. Yeah. If you don't get it on that fourth in like a yard and a half, all the Eagles need to do is kick a field goal to win. Yeah. But whatever, yeah. obviously Jason Garrett doesn't think that way, and I lost the Eagles plus three and a half. Tough. It's just I've been I've been on a, a down swing that's yeah. been lasting about two months now. Things things aren't going your way, not going my way either. It's not good. Okay, so the one thing that is worse than being in a down swing in uh, gambling is just fantasy football in general. I hate fantasy football. We, we, as the American public, are torturing ourselves yeah. by playing this stupid, stupid it's fucking so game. It's so stupid. It's so It is the stupid. dumbest thing that we rely on things that just are so out of our control, yep. Yep. and yet we care so much about it. It would be one thing if I didn't give a shit about fantasy football, and I could just not even check the app, not mm-hmm. care about it, not yep. check the scores. But I care, so I'm invested. Yeah. And then it is just so stupid it's, it's, to be... It's crazy. It's so up in, in the a, air. It's like it's like you're playing against a defense that will score 30, and their kicker will score 50. It's like... It's so the, fucked up. And I, and I realized, like, for the final straw, how fucked up it was. Monday night, the game was 21 to nothing. The Seahawks were smoking the Vikings. My girlfriend knows nothing about football, knows nothing about fantasy football, sees me on the edge of my seat screaming at my TV. <laughs> the score is 21 to nothing with two minutes left in the game. She's like, you don't like either of these teams. The game is over. Why do you care so much? And I was like, good fucking question. Why do I care so much that Delvin Cook needs to get touches and get in the end zone? Because fantasy football is the worst. The worst. It's, it's very dumb. But that win... From that Dalvin oh my Cook God. touchdown. That's, and I don't even like bragging about it because no one gives a shit, but Delvin Cook, that garbage time score, made me advance in playoffs 
But now I'm relying in playoffs on guys by the name of Elijah McGuire, <laughs> DeAndre, uh, what's uh, Hamilton Hun- or something? Hunter? Hamilton, DeAndre Hamilton, yeah. Dante Moncrief, Ew. Chris Ivory, Ew. all those guys in my starting lineup That's in the insane. playoffs. That's insane. So yeah, fuck fantasy football. Fuck fantasy football. I'm on that train as well. I lost my like second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth round pick. All the injuries. I just I hate it so <laughs> it's much. It's the worst. Um, you want to get into uh, top three for this week? Yeah, let's do it. Um, I'll give you my first first one first. I am on uh, Tampa Bay this week. They are plus seven and a half uh, in Baltimore. Yep. I think the reports are saying that Lamar Jackson is going to split snaps with Joe Flacco. Yo, uh, which why why I don't know. They're three and one with Lamar Jackson, and they sh- were close to going four and zero with him last week. And it I just, seems it seems to me like they're making the worst possible decision to split. Yeah, if it was I mean. just like, all right, Flacco's our guy. He's making the big bucks. We want him. Lamar, you're a rookie. You've done your job. We'll we'll play with you next year. Okay, I think it's a wrong decision, but okay. Yeah. Or if they were just like, no, Lamar, we've been winning with him. He's our guy. Splitting snaps. makes no sense. It makes no sense. What? I, like if you're gonna lo- use Lamar, I feel like he's the type of player that like he needs to like get in a rhythm. Like, yes. You know what I mean. Yes, for and so, sure. Like, to to split to split snaps in general is horrible in that situation. No, horrible. But to split snaps with Joe Flacco, who's legitimately garbage, y- yes. makes no sense. And I don't really and get it. like it's also where like I guess it keeps the defense on their toes because they're totally different. But it also like how was the offense supposed to get into a rhythm when you couldn't pick two quarterbacks more different different than yeah. <laughs> Joe Flacco and Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah. So it's like the receivers got to get into a rhythm with the guy. Yeah. Even the running game, Lamar Jackson puts the running game. They, they've ran the ball for like almost 200 yards every game Lamar yeah. Jackson's been at quarterback. So, yeah, that's very stupid yeah. to split in my so opinion. So that's one reason why I'm on the Bucks, And then also I think the Bucks can play a little bit. Jameis has been playing well. It always comes down with them is Jameis just – Please just don't throw interceptions. Right. Because if they don't, if he doesn't turn the ball over, they move the ball well enough to score. Yeah. And that's what, in recent weeks, that's what they've been doing. I mean, since Sheamus took his job back over, he's eight touchdowns and only two picks. Yeah, uh, la- they were, they were last leading, week. They were leading the Saints a half. That was a brutal not cover from them last week. They they were uh, nine and a half point dogs. Yeah. They were up at half and didn't cover the game somehow. But the Saints scored like 17 in the fourth quarter or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I I I don't hate the Bucks. We're I grasping at like... straws here, okay? Yeah, we're I... we're grasping at straws. We aren't hot, so we just got to uh, we got to find winners like through through the. Weeds. I'm just yeah. I'm literally blind out here. I'm just <laughs> close my eyes and put my finger on my on my computer screen and whatever it lands on, that's my pick. Um. Yeah. So speaking of just uh, trying to find winners through the weeds. Um, my first one is Buffalo minus two and a half. They're home for Detroit. Speaking of a game that nobody should watch. That's... This game should be on nobody's TV. That don't make your eyes bleed. But my reason for Buffalo is these are the games where it is the toughest for the road teams to play in Buffalo. The game means nothing for Detroit. Mm -hmm. But these are the games where the Bills fans are the rowdiest. It's December. It's going to be cold. They're going to have to get extra drunk to stay warm yeah. and not feel the hypothermia. Yeah. Josh so Allen is Josh Allen's the white Mike Vick yeah. now. Yeah. So these are the games where Bills Mafia gets the reputation for Bills Mafia. 
The game means nothing, but Bills Mafia still acts like it's their Super Bowl. Yep. So a road team coming into cold, miserable Buffalo, yep. they're not going to be ready to play. I like Buffalo minus two and a half. I, I like that pick. I like that pick. Matt Stafford against that defense in, in that yeah, weather. Detroit still has nobody on offense that scares me. Yeah. So I'm just the Bills crowd. Get going. Drink a couple extra beers to yeah. stay warm. Fight off the hypothermia. We're going to be good to go. <laughs> I like that pick. Um, my second top three is Jacksonville. Uh, <laughs> Cody Kessler. Just, just okay. betting on terrible teams this week, I guess. <laughs> uh, they're minus seven and a half, which I don't love that that half point. Uh, but they're at home against the Redskins. Who might be the worst team in football now. Mark Sanchez on the road <laughs> with no O-line. Is it Sanchez? Against, I don't Sanchez. even know. I think they ruled that it was the other guy, Johnson. Oh, whoever Let it me is. look it up. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It, it doesn't matter at all. I think it's J- Josh Johnson, but same same thing. Same same scenario against uh, still probably top five defense. Um, yeah, they they shouldn't score at all. I think they score. Oh max. yeah, it is Josh. It is Josh Johnson. Okay, it's so Josh. I, I don't know if I like that worse or better. It's probably the same, <laughs> but I think the Redskins score max ten points. Um, it's I just th- going to be a matter of if Cody Kessler can get you to twenty. Yeah. Yeah, is the Fournette playing? I didn't even fucking do my research I, Fournette, on this shit. Fournette's in. I, Fournette's yeah, I thought in. so. So I can see them moving the ball a little bit. I can see like 20-10, 23-10 Jags. Yeah, if if you lose, look on the bright side, if you lose a bet to Josh Johnson, you can just cross that off the bucket list of quarterbacks you've lost a bet yeah. to. I haven't lost a bet to Josh Johnson in my life. That'll so be the only thing that can waiting. make my gambling season worse, is losing a bet to <laughs> Josh Johnson. Yeah, I wish I actually had a list of all the quarterbacks I lost to. It's probably there's probably some funny names on there. Probably like we're just like random guys. Yeah. Like Charlie Whitehurst. I probably bet against him. He had a decent yep. game one time or uh-huh. something. So I've lost so yeah. many bets that it's it's bound to to, to lose <laughs> every every name under the sun yeah. has to be on yeah, there exactly. at least once. <laughs> yeah. Um, my second top three is Seattle at San Francisco. San Francisco plus four. I like these Niners. I took them last week. Uh, they won outright. I told you they were going to win outright. They won outright. Yep. Um, Nick Mullins is on the list of quarterbacks that I Nick haven't lost a bet Mullins. towards because I keep betting on him. Yeah. And he keeps doing his damn thing. George Kittle's a monster. He's a monster. Had over 200 yards in the first half last week. Um, yeah, Seattle's coming off a big win Monday night. Everyone loves them now, thinking they're a dark horse in the NFC. I watched that Monday night game. Russell Wilson had under 100 yards passing last yep. week. They they ran the ball well, but I think last week showed more about how bad Minnesota and Kirk Cousins was than how good Russell Wilson and the Seahawks were. I think were. that's true. Um, so San Fran knows Seattle well. At home, I get four points. Once again, not a sexy pick. I'm, I'm I like going it. through the weeds. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find winners. There so. you go. I mean, I, I, I don't hate that. For me personally, I just I can't win a bet against Seattle for the life of no. me. I've lost nope. like probably five or so this year. Every time I bet on them, they don't cover. Every time I bet against them, like vice versa. That's that's your that's your devil team. Yeah, so I can't just win. I just don't know. They're on that's the road. Been, that's uh, been the Dolphins for me, where it's just I, no matter what I no matter what I bet. Yeah, Dolphins. If I bet for them, they don't show up. If I bet against them, Ryan Tannehill has uh, a sixty-five yard <laughs> hail mary yeah. when I have the Patriots in every money line parlay I could possibly have. <laughs> and Rob Gronkowski is tripping over himself. So <laughs> Yo, the Dolphins was... are that team for me where I can't win 
against him. I can't win on him. Gronk's got to retire. I mean, <laughs> that was the last straw. That's that was nice. horrible. Did you? I saw memes where they his his elbow was like weighing him down. <laughs> it was like an angle, and it looked like he was doing the the hokey pokey or whatever. <laughs> it's like you put your right hand in, yeah. you put your right yeah. hand out. That was horrible, I, dude. An all time bad just coaching decision in general. But then, for as good of an athlete Rob Gronkowski is, it was like, oh my god. Took, what what was that? Took the worst angle you could possibly take in that, in that situation. And and while taking the worst angle, just like tripped and fell yeah. over himself. So I I, yeah. I don't I don't want to like sound cocky or anything, but I think I could have made that tackle. Well, you know I I don't disagree with you. I think it, if we were in a Patriots uniform. Kenyon Drake would just see us and run us over. He would run but me over, but I was slow down. If he thought we were, if he thought we were an NFL player, and tried just avoiding us and trying beating us to the pylon, I think we could have gotten there and pushed him out of bounds. Right. That's what so I mean. if in Kenyon Drake's mind we were NFL players, then I think we would make that play. Yeah, exactly. If especially because it was towards the sideline, I think. Yeah, yeah, a good no, exactly. All we had to do was push him out of bounds. Yeah. So. Gronk. Yeah, that's that uh, was... that's my second uh, top three. San Fran plus four. I like it. Uh, my last top three. I'm back on the Rams this week. Their line okay. is twelve and a half. Big hefty. At home against Philly. Philly is going to Nick Foles for the rest of their season. Um, his first game's got to travel across the country, play arguably the best team in the league. Yep. I think people are going to automatically think of like there's his Super Bowl run when they when they hear that he's starting. And, and he stunk earlier in the year. He stinks. So, Nick Foles is horrible. They they tried him. I mean, they had no choice of trying him when Wentz was out. Foles stunk to start this yeah, year. Yeah, he's not good. So, he's the backup for a reason, you know. Yeah. So, like, Nick Foles traveling across the country on the road against this team, I can't see it. Um, I think the Rams, Rams won big. Rams are going to shut everyone up that are saying that they – like, aren't as dominant as they were, and they're yeah. falling off, and yep. other teams like the Bears are coming up on them. Yep. They still right now, prove. gun to my head, one team to win the Super Bowl, I'm still picking the Rams. Yeah? Yeah, I would pick the Rams. I probably would too, but the Saints are, are right up there. So Saints, I don't know. Saints maybe, but I still, I don't know. I like I like the Rams offense just a little bit more with yeah. Gurley. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely like, you can't go wrong with either. Yeah. I'd still put the Bears at a class below both of them. I think so too. But who knows where their the way their defense is playing? I think that their defense too can could be like helped with their home fields, but it's just yeah, if just they were to, to face that. the Saints or Rams, they'd have to go on the road. Yeah, so. exactly. Uh, Rams thirty three sixteen. Uh, okay, my final top three involves a team we were just making fun of the Patriots. I'm on the Steelers plus three. It just went to three. It wasn't like one and a half all week. So everyone's on New England. Uh, both teams coming off a loss. This game's at uh, Sunday, 4 o'clock. Um, if Gronk plays more safety this week, then I really <laughs> like uh, my pick I would more. hope so, yeah. Um, New England's won five straight against Pittsburgh. Yep. And Connor might not play for Pittsburgh. Yep. So all signs are pointing to another New England win in Pittsburgh. But... I think the Steelers, uh, they have some pride. They need this win. Baltimore's right on their tail for they the division. They need this win. So I think this game is really like a toss-up. 
I'm taking the home team and I'm taking a field goal. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Um, New England moved the ball well last week, but I think Pittsburgh can move the ball just as well. They can keep up. So it's just I get, I'm I'm getting the home team. I'm getting a field goal. Maybe New England wins and I push. Yeah. But I'll take the, field the home goal. team and a field goal. So. I like that. I like that. Um. Yeah. Is, is so is New England still has a shot at the one seed, right? Well, with the Chiefs losing last night, we're recording this on Friday. Yes. Because the Chiefs are in Seattle the mm. week after. So, New England wants this game bad, too. Especially yeah, after last say. week's debacle. Yeah. Um, so, I think it's going to be a typical back-and-forth close game. New England usually somehow, somehow pulls out these close games. But, hey, I'll take the field goal and I'll take the home team. I like it. I like it. Good luck to you. Okay, to recap our top three quickly. Um, I'm on Buffalo, minus two and a half. San Fran, plus four. In Pittsburgh, plus three. I'm on Tampa Bay, plus seven and a half. Jacksonville, minus seven and a half. And Rams, minus 12 and a half. You, uh, you want to get into the Christmas spirit, the holiday oh, spirit a little bit? yeah. Let's do you it. You want to discuss some uh, Christmas jingles, some tunes? Always down. Always down for that. We promised the audience uh, last week we'd discuss our favorite Christmas songs on this week. So we're going we're gonna to deliver on that promise. We can't mm-hmm. deliver on winners, so let's deliver Might as well, on that promise. Yeah, yeah. How many do you got? Three? I got two. Well, okay. I got yeah. three. So I can, I can go first. Okay. Um, all right. We're going to do some uh, technological stuff here. I'm going to try and play the song for you guys, and we'll see if this works out. So here is my first song. Do you hear that, JT? Uh, very, it's very low. So my first song is <laughs> oh, Santa Baby by Eartha Kitt. Okay, never heard of it. Do you know that song? Never heard of it. Yes, you have. Well, I couldn't hear it, so maybe I have, but I don't know. Santa baby, like, slip a present under the tree. It's very sexual. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? No, but it sounds like I would like it. Get out of here. You've heard this song. Santa Look it up right baby, now quickly. Santa baby. From Eartha Kit, and I just wanted to discuss, this song was put out in 1953. Okay? 1953. This song is yes. sexual, by 2018 standards, Ooh. in in 2018, anything goes. Okay, yeah. like th- like there is barely anything that's like too sexual. Yeah. Imagine what people heard when this song was put out in 1953. It's about this woman that wants Santa to to basically have sex with her. I'm reading the lyrics right now. Santa baby, hurry down the chimney tonight. Um, think of all the fun I've missed. Think of all the fellows that I haven't kissed. Yeah. <laughs> and and let me just say this, the lyrics don't even do it the justice it deserves because the way this woman sings the song, it is like, "Oh my god, she's dirty talking Santa." Damn. Imagine Eartha? imagine Eartha. the Catholics in 1953 <laughs> when they heard this, they probably passed out from the filth they heard from this song. Look at this, look at this. Um um Santa cutie and fill my stocking. With a yes. duplex and checks. And then she says, I really do believe in you. Let's see if you believe in me. Yeah. Wow. I'm not kidding. Like, <laughs> wow. This song, a banger, but it is like basically like a porno in song version. So I can't believe this was allowed in 1953 when women still couldn't wear skirts 
above their knees. Yeah, this girl Eartha Eartha was ahead of her time. Yeah, she was ahead of her time. So goddamn, that is that is is one of my uh, favorite (laughs) Christmas songs because although it's sexual, it is also just a banger of a song. Okay, I like it. Um, so my favorite Christmas song easily is "Hard Candy Christmas" by Dolly Parton. You ever hear it? I don't know if I've heard it. You've never... I don't know I gotta if play, I've heard it. I gotta play, I gotta play, I gotta play. This is a legitimate banger. <laughs> Wait, should I unplug my headphones, right? Yes. Alright. This is this is a banger. Oh, I got an ad on YouTube, bro? Hold up. <laughs> That's technical, technical difficulties. difficulties. Alright, here we go. Can you hear that shit? No. <laughs> Maybe I'll have some fun. Maybe I'll... All right, hold on. <laughs> Wait, let me get to the chorus. Oh, here, here we go. Oh, shit. Here we go, here we go. Ready, ready? Be just fine and dandy. It's like a... Hard candy Christmas. I'm barely getting through. I have heard this. It's a banger, dude. Dolly Parton. I mean, she's put her on any Christmas song, and it's just gonna be like fireworks. Dolly Parton is a electric factory performer as well. Like not only not only a great voice, but like performer too. Yeah. So that's the thing with a lot of these Christmas songs. The the performance base too is what contributes to the song. You Very know, much like true. You, like you gotta be able to like see this going down. Um, you gotta be able to see Eartha Kit seducing Santa <laughs> yeah. while you listen to the song. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so my second one. It is called "Last Christmas" by Wham. You must have heard this. Please tell me you've heard this. Last Christmas. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, let me play it quick. So that is Eartha... Or no, that is Wham, excuse me, in 1986. Um, That's a banger. That's a banger. I forgot about that one, actually. The music video is heat, too, because it's just like total 1980s. They're just at like a ski lift. And like the girls are wearing like the neon and their hair is permed. Wow. And they got scrunchies in their hair. The guys are like total like 1980s. They got like leather jackets and stuff. So I could like picture this song... In, like, a Christmas movie from the 1980s, too, where it's, like, the girls are, like, a high school dance or yep, something, yep. and this song's playing, and they're dancing. So this is, like, total, like, small-town vibes, yeah, 1980s. I like, that. I like, like that. We might have a movie here, actually. We could, like, make a movie that is based on Christmas in, like, 1982. Okay. Wow. Like, Stranger Things vibes? Stranger I think Stranger Things, things is, like, little, 1970s. Maybe get John But it's, like, Travolta a small town. Yeah, that's what I'm lead. saying. And slick back his hair. Dude, Christmas movies are hot. Do they sell like crazy? So Netflix just set a Christmas movie in 1980 right now, and you're we're, gold. We're onto something. I might want to yeah. delete this recording right now and, and start yeah. over because yeah. I don't want people to know this. This is this is binding. So if this 
is stolen from us, we can uh, we can get paid off it. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, all right, my second one <clears throat> is a classic, Silent Night. You've heard Silent Night, right? You like Silent but Night. But it has to be sung by my church choir. Yeah. It has to be. That's the you only version like I like. Sil- Silent Night is a snooze no, fest. No, 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 no. For my church choir, we have this fat dude. That sounds <sighs> offensive. But he's fat. He's, he's heavy set. He has the voice of an angel. Silent Night. And he kills it every single year. And it's just, it's breathtaking. D- does he got the bravado or is he like high? Bravado. He- bravado. So he's got he the low, it. like the low, no, like, yeah. sort of. And then for for a certain part of it, this chick chimes in for the for like I don't know if it's the chorus. I think it is the chorus, and then she gets the high pitch tone, and then that just balances. I will me. I will say the heavy set singer that that has that low. Sometimes they're Italian for the most part. Yeah. They got that like, low <laughs> yeah. voice. That is like just something that sets singers apart. I think you have to add weight to get your voice lower. You do, I think. The heavier you are, the lower your voice is, the better you are a singer. Yeah, no. That, this guy, this guy kills it. I wish I had a <laughs> do recording. I, do I, I have a name? Do I have a name I of this guy? I think his name is Andy. Andy. I like I it. Andy, so. the Andy, the silent night singer from JT's uh, Christmas Eve mass yeah. every year. He, he puts it, on a show. Give this guy a uh, a recording deal already or something. Yeah, I'm about to record it this year and send it to you just so you can probably, know what I'm talking about. It'll go viral. Yeah, it probably would. Um, all right, my last one is Baby It's Cold Outside, Margaret Winting or Whiting? Margaret Whiting and Johnny Mercer. Please classic, tell me for this one. Classic, classic. Try and guess the year this uh, this was released. Shit. Um... 1963. 1949. Holy shit. All right, I'm going to play it real quick, just a little bit. I don't even know if the audience is going to be able to hear this, but we're going to try. Yeah, so it's basically this guy... Just like trying to seduce this girl. <laughs> a little problematic now in 2018's culture. I guess in 1949, that was like fair game. You see some of these lyrics, JT. Hmm. At one point, she says, <clears throat> Hey, what's in this drink? Oh. And shit like that. I'm not kidding Wait, when what? I say. Actually? The song, that's what I'm saying. This song is so catchy. It's such a great duet. You dive into the lyrics. It's this guy basically saying, don't leave my house. The weather's so bad. Take another drink. Blah, wait, blah, blah. Wait, wait, Swear wait. to God. You wait. think I'm kidding? So, okay. I need to read these lyrics because how would I know you just this is like it? ruining your childhood. I mean, that sounds like no, this is You just described it. No, this, this guy is getting awfully close to being like a sexual predator. Holy shit. And we're not condoning this behavior. No, we don't no, want no. any. We don't want any <laughs> frat guys taking any aggressive approach. Let's make that clear. Let the ladies come to you. Yes. This guy, Johnny Mercer, was towing that line. Yikes. Let's just say that. Yikes. And that's such a banger. I never even realized it that. It is so catchy. It is such a duet. But 
It's like when I listen to the lyrics now, it's like Johnny Mercer. Like, let's simmer down See, man, a I little bit just, here. I think you just ruined that song for me because every time I hear it, I'm going to be like, I'm listening to a dude rape a chick. It's all right. So we just got to put it in our brain that he just wants to continue the conversation with her. He doesn't want her to leave because they're having such a good conversation. I guess. I guess. I guess. But I the, guess. the lyric that really sticks out is when she utters, hey, what's in this drink? <laughs> yeah, and that, I'm like, what? That crosses the line. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret, Mar- Margaret Whiting is, is uh, tasting something that's funny in her drink. Maybe um, and, it's and the Johnny wrong Mercer. Liquor. Maybe she was expecting yeah. rum and it's vodka. You know what I mean? It's eggnog. It's eggnog. Yeah. It's the Christmas spirit. Yeah. Johnny, it's Johnny's homemade uh, eggnog. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. We're not condoning it, frat guys. Let women leave when they want to leave if the conversation's over. But this is a good song. It's a good song. It sounds. It sounds good when you're listening to it. Yeah, it's it's a very catchy duet. Um. I was Anymore, gonna make, we, I was gonna make my third one, all I want for Christmas is you by Mariah Carey because I mean, that's that's, that's a banger. That's like our generation's Christmas yeah. song for sure. But you have you seen her performance on live TV when she performed that and her voice just she's lost her voice. Yeah, she's completely lost her voice. It's sad, honestly. It's horrible. It's, It'd be like if if LeBron lost the ability to jump. No, or literally, just out of nowhere. It's that was like, my first woman were, crush. That was, was a God given talent. Yeah. You hate to see it, but ever since I saw that, I, I can't can't you listen think, to the song. You think Nick Cannon was happy when that happened because they're divorced? So probably. Like, yeah, hey, I don't want I don't want Mariah being able to sing. She's got yeah. the looks already. She's famous. She's rich. Take her voice away from her, please. Yeah, so probably. Nick's, all, Nick's probably yeah. All Nick's got is wilding out. So. <laughs> yeah. No, he's starring in a new ABC show where singers wear masks on their head, or maybe it's NBC, and then like they. The judges like judge them, and then the singers take the mask off, and it's like Shaq, or it's like, wait, like, wait, what? <laughs> please tell me you've seen this. It's on every football commercial ever. It's like the mask singer, where the singers have like big headdresses on, so you can't tell who's actually singing. And, and it's you don't Shaq. Know. It's, it's like, like I see this giant people. seven five black. Dude. It's like who famous. Else be? No, they're wearing big costumes. You can't tell who they are. And then I mean, Nick come Cannon on. comes in and is like. Okay, it is Shaq, or it is, like, A-Rod. You're telling or... me if Shaq is wearing a costume, you won't be able to say that's Shaq? <laughs> when, he, when he's dressed up as a big, like, ogre, and you can't even who else, tell. Who else is that big of human being? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's either Shaq or... It's either Shaq um... or, like, uh, the Guinness World Book record holder <laughs> for tallest man. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, no, it's it's Shaq or or Charles Barkley on on stilts. <laughs> yeah. One of the two. Are you all right? Next time you watch a football game, just watch the commercials because it's all over the place. And Nick Cannon I mean, is starring in it. I'm gonna so. be honest with you, that sounds like a horrible show. But <laughs> hey, I'm not condoning the show. I'm just saying Nick Cannon's doing something besides wowing out. He's uh he's expanding his horizons a little bit. Good for Nick. Good for Nick. All right, we good. We good. We uh. We got I all the Christmas we, songs out. Yeah, I think we probably fucked up the uh, song playing and everything. No clue if the listeners are going to be able to hear any of the songs we tried yeah, to play. Probably not. Um, but if you guys can't, just look them up on YouTube yourself. A lot of them are very famous. You've heard them anyway. Yeah. So. Hard Candy Christmas, baby. Bang. Um, that is our week 15 episode. Um, you got anything else to add? I just, I, I just want to win money this week. We need winners. We need winners. I'm tired of losing money. It I really haven't won in fun. two months. We need winners. Yeah. Please. Please. I'm uh, desperate. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe.
Tell your friends. Tell your family. Yep. You know the truth. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Peace.